host, Tina, and today I will be sharing the testimony of how my journey with Jesus started. Before I really get into that, I'm going to give you some background information, but I'll be skipping over some details for a variety of reasons. One, some involve other people, and it is not really my place to tell their story uh, or to out them in any way. Two, some of the details may be disturbing to some listeners because it does pertain to um, child abuse. And three, some of the details can be shared in other testimonies I may give in the future. But into it we go. Uh, First of all, my parents divorced when I was five. But honestly, I was hardly bothered by it. I think in part because my dad, had, he was gone much of the time while he was in the Navy. So I don't think I really saw my parents as a couple. After the divorce, my sister and I lived with my mom. And when I did visit with my dad, uh, he was living with his parents. So I got to see my grandparents a lot. Um, And so these were pretty good years overall. The the exception to that was that I was bullied and picked on in in school. I won't really go into the details of all that, but to say it was, it was bad enough that they held me back um, because quote unquote, they could not hold the whole class back. It was easier to hold just one, one kid back. And that was me. But this, and, and what was hard about that is that academically I was actually advanced and, and probably would have been better off uh, being moved forward rather than held back. Um, and the bullying really didn't stop anyway. So uh, there's that. But when I was six, um, my dad remarried to uh, and moved to another state with his new wife and his, his new stepson. I did not see him as often uh, at that point, um, but I did eventually have a first an extended visit with him over the summer, uh, along with my sister. I was away from my mom, and I I couldn't see her during that time, like unlike before, and uh, because it, there was so much distance, it was a different state. I was away from my mom, and that was. That was really hard. Uh, it was the first time being away like that. Um, what I didn't know then at that point was that, was that visit was a preview of what was to come. I could tell my stepmom did not like me or my sister, uh, and we felt miserable. I learned about feeling fear without quite knowing why I was afraid. There was an undercurrent that I could sense, uh, but eventually the, the visit came to an end and we went back to our mom. During the following year, my mom had another baby, and I was really excited to have a baby brother. But just a few months after he was born, my dad brought my sister and I to his home in another state for another summer visit. But this time, he didn't let us go back. My sister and I would not see our mom or little brother for several more years, and we didn't know that the last time we saw her was going to be the last time. During that time my sister and I were abused by both our dad and our stepmom. This is one of those areas that I will not be sharing the details for all the reasons I previously stated, um, especially the, the bit about uh, the discussion of child abuse. This can be triggering for some. Uh, we moved around a lot during the time that we were with our dad, uh, living in several states. Um, but not long after my dad had taken us, he and my stepmom had a baby, and so we had a brand new brother, and that was that was really cool. 
but shortly after that, we made our first really big move. We moved from one coast to another. And time went on. And when I was nine, uh, my family was attending a, this church. Um, after all, what better way to have the appearance of being a nice, loving little family? But for me, church felt like home. The concept of God and Jesus seemed to me to be a no-brainer. Though I feel like I've always known God, I can remember when I was still living with my mom that we would go to this laundromat and I would love to read the kids' books. Uh, but one in particular was my favorite and I would read it over and over. It was a children's illustrated Bible. I loved that book and I can still see in my mind the pictures of all my favorite people uh, in the stories. Anyhow, back to when I was nine, uh, we were sitting in service and the pastor was talking about being saved and what was needed for salvation. And this feeling came over me. It was like this deep peace that I, I don't really have the words to describe. Um, and this awareness that what would happen next was so important. And then I heard this voice say, it's time. I understood, felt, and experienced Jesus' sacrifice that the pastor um, had described completely. Like, I, I got it. I just really understood it. And with no hesitation, wanted what Jesus offered in that salvation and to always be close to God. So I went forward when the pastor asked if anyone wanted to accept Christ into their life. And looking back, I'm pretty sure the adults in the congregation were thinking, Oh, how cute. Uh, but they did not know what was happening. They did not know what had been going on in my life that led up to that point. Uh, what was going on behind closed doors at home. Uh, and they, you know, I didn't even understand what was going to happen from that uh, completely. Anyhow, as I stood up there, I was drawn inside of myself. It was like the world around me ceased to exist. I felt surrounded by light. I felt calm. I felt like I was sort of drifting. I thought, God is going to save me. And the meaning of that couldn't be put into words though I seem to really kind of understand. You see, I can look back now and see uh, how my life was going to be changed that only God could do, in a way that only God could do. Um, he really did save me. No, the abuse didn't stop. There was still several more years of that to come. No, my life did not suddenly become easy. I've had many hardships, struggles, many heartaches and losses. Many of these experiences will actually be other testimonies I give at another time. See, he did not save me from what was happening to me. He saved me from what was and could have happened in me. Statistically, those who experience the level of trauma and stress over a long period of time, as I did, turned to behaviors and a way of thinking that is self-destructive. That could have been me. In times, it almost was. But God gave me other tools that day. 
He gave me a heart for others, an ability to understand and see those who would hurt me as people who themselves were hurting. He showed me how he sees them. He gave me a wisdom to see beyond their actions. He showed me that their behaviors and feelings of anger and hatred were symptoms. They were symptoms of their own experiences and a lack of God in their lives. God also showed me that his beauty and perfection can be seen no matter how much the enemy tries to cover it. God brought me to where I am now. He has given me the honor of being part of the healing process of others who are suffering from a history of abuse and other crimes that have been committed against them. So though life is not easy and the enemy is always near wanting to steal that which God has given me, I know that I will always be God's child. So as I reflect on this testimony of how I come to commit, came to commit my life to God and to accept the sacrifices of Jesus to atone for my sins, even as a child, what strikes me is that there is not a promise of a pain-free, easy life and what the word saved meant to me and how it has deepened as I grew and moved through this world. It is easy for us to look through the Bible and find all of the encouraging verses and think, look at all of these promises of an easy life. I mean, I've certainly done that myself with, you know, just all these different verses that I've used to kind of hold myself up and to uh, feel like a, um, that God, to be close to God's plan for me. And there's nothing wrong with that, but this is not really God's promise to us when we are saved. Uh, that there's going to be this easy life. Quite the opposite, actually. He promised us it would be hard. After all, to be Christ-like, it is assumed that we would experience life as Christ did, and without a doubt, he was persecuted. Okay, so when we choose to follow Jesus, then we can assume we will be persecuted for that choice. We'll be persecuted as Christians. What about when someone experiences pain and suffering that seemingly has nothing to do with their beliefs? Or what about the bad things that people do to others? Well, God tells us about that too. We are born into a sinful world where those that are not filled with the Holy Spirit are vulnerable to the enemy's influence. So bad things happen. We can find this this in the Bible. For example, 2 Timothy Uh, Chapter 3, verses 1 through 4 says, But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Wow, think about that. Makes for a pretty chaotic and dark world uh, to be to have this just running rampant in our in our world. And it is the mindset and action of these people that the enemy has set against the innocent like children and also God's people. Like I said, we can find all sorts of verses that promise us great joy and peace as well. I believe what some have 
I believe like there's some I've, people I've read have talked about this and and they um, I agree with them they, they, they talk about how um, we, we can experience this great joy peace and prosperity that God promises in the Bible in our lives we can he still gives us that but the promise is more about our heavenly rewards of great joy peace prosperity and so on um, but here are some verses that I have found to be as uplifting while I am still here on this dark world James chapter 1 verses 2 through 4 says count it all joy my brothers when you meet trials of various kinds for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing I see this this couple of verses as a challenge and I know that God has given me all I need to meet those challenges uh, but that gift is not my own strength and I will become as he has planned me to be then Peter writes in 1st Peter 4:12, dear friends do not be surprised at the painful trials that you are suffering as though something strange were happening to you well that's pretty straightforward not a surprise that there will be pain and suffering but we are not alone in this others have and are also continuing to experience this as part of their walk with Christ and frankly this is the best the enemy has to attempt to thwart God's work in us but we know that there is purpose and that there is an end game and we know who wins so speaking of my favorite verse of the day John 16 33 I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but take heart I have overcome the world the world right now it's a doozy there's pain and suffering we will experience it despite that we can find peace in our Heavenly Father and the cherry on top we can take heart because we can have hope because Jesus has become has overcome the world he defeated death and he has made a way for us so thank you for uh, listening today to my testimony of how I came to walk with Jesus this ends the episode of our journey with Jesus um, but please remember if you would like to give your testimony on this podcast there are three ways you can do that you can write it out to be read pre-record it and send it to me or you can join me on the podcast if this interests you, please go to ourjourneypc22.weebly.com and click on the Submit tab. Read the guidelines and print out the submission form to include with your testimony. Or if you would like, just to kind of send me a, a summary of your testimony of like what, what it, it's going to kind of touch bases on. Um, that helps me plan. And you can send that to the this podcast email called ourjourneypc22 at gmail.com. Uh, you can also send your thoughts, comments, and questions to this email. Please follow this po podcast on Facebook. I am considering other social medias uh, to also um, for this podcast. Uh, just please remember, this is still new to me, and there may be some logistical issues along the way. I am working on getting better at uh, several aspects of this, so I appreciate your patience. 
in the description of this podcast. There should be links to my the web this podcast website as well as its email and a list of verses that I presented in this podcast. Again, thank you for joining me and may God bless you and keep you.